I really can't manage my tablet right now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a hole. But it's because of, you know, some other shit. But since I'm such a good customer, pretty much everybody that I asked for help to get me out of that hole, everybody was like, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, I'll help you. You're, it's a bridge. But you, I you also bridge. offered incentives, too, if they helped, you know. Like you, I was like, yo, I, I need a hundred bucks straight up, but I'll, fuck it, I'll pay you back 50. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't, yeah. You can't say you no. Got, you, got good, you got good credit with me. Well, yeah, no, but well, that's why I'm like, you know, because I understand motherfuckers don't be liking to help people out. You know, it, it sucks. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no definitely something I don't goes, want to. No good deed goes unpunished, you know what I'm saying? So, Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. I, I feel it. Um, but that's why, you know, it's like, if you do help me out, like, I will, you know, look out for you because I do appreciate it, you know, and I know it's an inconvenience and I know it's a risk and a gamble. So that's, you know, you know, even Mary Beth's a bitch ass fucking loan me some money. That bitch gave me 80 bucks, though, for that phone. Now she owed me three hundred. Yeah, I was say, hey, yeah. No, no, total, she, she, she was like, I got some money for you. I'm like, oh, for sure. And so I go and meet her. Where'd you think it was gonna be? At least like half, half, half a hundred, two hundred, like the whole thing, really. She's but she says she got some money for me, so I'm thinking it's at least a dollar. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was at least a dollar. A hundred, you know. And so I'm thinking like, shit, it's gotta be. Um... No, the bitch owed me two hundred, so I'm thinking she got the whole fucking thing, or you know, a hundred. All right. Anyways, bitch had 80 bucks. I was like... <sighs> she could have just come up with another 20 and give you a fucking 100. Man, I'm saying, though. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, good looking, you know, I appreciate it. But, motherfucker, that was a month ago now. So I'm like, bitch, where my other $120? And her phone is locked me out. Because I asked her, I'm like, what's the password for your phone? And she gave me the number, and it was like, 139139. Now, I remember the shit was something like that. But right. it wasn't a, it wasn't like a one three nine one three nine. It was like a one three nine six three nine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they weren't three same numbers, three same numbers. Right. It they had one, some cadence, so yeah, it, it was like numbers. one three nine something. But it was like one three nine six nine three. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it was very similar, but it wasn't one nine three one nine or one. You know, because I remembered her entering it in. That's why I was like, "Are you sure that's what it is?" And then I tried it, and it didn't work. And, um, or I told my son to try it, and it didn't work, didn't work, didn't work. And then I tried it, and I'm like, fuck, that ain't the right number. Well, my stupid retarded ass son kept trying it, kept trying it, and it kept locking him out, locking him out, locking him out. So then she tried me two other numbers, and I tried those two other numbers, and then it says, now you gotta plug it into iTunes. Mm. Oh, that, too yeah, many too wrong many, attempts. Yeah. And I'm like, Gregory... Did you really need to try that one eight times to real like I when I tried it and it didn't work, we we knew we got it right, okay? It didn't work. Thanks for hey, locking so it up. He was doing the same numbers, uh eight over times? and over and over and over. Yeah. Like <laughs> like tried it like a good three times, it didn't work. Well maybe I, it's the way he put his finger on it. Well I tried it though, because I said, Let me see it. You know, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're pressing the one wrong. Yeah. And then she gave me two other numbers and she's like, huh. So whatever, I think she knew the number, or maybe she didn't. I don't know. She's like, it's just. Oh. I knew she was close, but either way, so now like her phone's fucking worthless. How's she not gonna know it? So I got a hundred and eighty bucks for my fucking iPhone X that oh. I should have sold for seven eight hundred. A hundred eighty dollars. She gave me a hundred the first day. And for, for your X, iPhone. that's the ten, right? Yes. Oh my god. But that's the, that's what she got as a ten from you. She got a ten. I would have given her two hundred flat. No, I right I wanted. $200 and her old iPhone. I got an old I, iPhone 6 in I good shape. I said your old iPhone, I could sell that for like $300. And mm -hmm. I was like, since you're my homie, I'm cool with making 500 off of it. 200 from you, 300 off your old phone. I don't even work for the 500 You know what I mean? Because 
th that is as low as I would have went. You know what I mean? If say people are trying to lowball me and it just wasn't selling, which is impossible. But either way, I would have went for as low as five hundred. So for my home girl, yeah. I got you. Well, it turns out nice her screen is cracked though. Mm -hmm. That was a game changer. So I was like, whoa, wait, wait. Yeah, no one likes a cracked screen. Screen's cracked. Yeah, motherfuckers want a perfect ass mint condition iPhone, like you know, like the one I gave you, girl. So I'm like, as above, so below. Come I'm on. Like fuck. I'm like, well, all right. Your screen's cracked. Whatever. And she brought me a hundred dollars on her phone, uh, and she owed me another hundred dollars. So I was like, well, check this out. Since you need to give me two hundred more, because uh, I went to ask you if your phone was broken, if it didn't make a difference. You know what I mean? It made a difference. You, you told me it was the screen protector that was cracked, so I was like, oh, okay. I wonder how much she actually knew, and she was just bullshitting you. She knew. She fucking knew. She is like a Like I said, I went to ask if it didn't make a difference. So now that I know that your screen is cracked and not the protector, I need the extra $100. And she said, cool. And now the bitch mm. trying to just back all the way the fuck out of it. And now I can't even sell her fucking raggedy-ass, broken-ass iPhone. I mean, I could probably plug it into iTunes and fuck with it, but it's like, oh, God, dang, like, it's just... Yeah, you you want it easy. No good deed, right? You know, I should have just fucking put the show on offer up for the seven hundred. But I'm thinking, but I know that bitch. You're trying money. to help somebody I wasn't out. I'm thinking it was gonna, gonna be hard for her to like give me the money. You know what I mean? Of like not. I know that she she that bitch do better than me. Shit, and I taught her, so I know <laughs> she could have can't. Get talk about life. Yeah. And religion and. It really has nothing to do with my life, but it's some people's lives. Black dudes and dresses, right? Uh, Martin Lawrence. Right That's what we're we'll talking about. Him. Yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, believe it or not, hmm. the white dude's got to do it too, though. Is that it, right? it just, it just ain't as funny. But oh yeah, for some reason, not as funny. I don't know. And no, no. If you think about it, all the great whites have, um, uh, they've been in female clothes as well. Yeah. Um, Medea's house or something. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It is 2.41 a.m. here in Phoenix, Arizona on a Friday night. Freaky Friday. I guess it's a Saturday morning. I'm your host, Aaron, with my lovely, lovely sidekick host, Miss Erica. And she is full of piss and vinegar tonight. So we will have a wonderful conversation about uh, men in tights and dresses and of, of color. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Black History Night. Black History Night, right here on Reality Radio. Hope everybody's uh, got their mind exp uh, open and ready to be expanded. And um, we will shoot the shit, right? Right. All right. So, Erica, what are we? Uh, what, what are some of the topics here? We touched on a little bit. Uh, you got any specifics for us to kind of get everybody nice and saucy and juicy and warmed up and? I know that you really think the black men in dresses is funny, and uh... You, you think that's like a thing for me? I know that you find humor in that, and so, uh, and and you told me that you know that it seems like they all kind of have to do that, because of what yeah. some have come out and said, like Dave Chappelle has talked mm -hmm. a little bit about it, Cat Williams has said things, some things about it, so... Since you brought that up to me, I figured we could talk about it on the show yeah. because uh, there is a reason for that. Well, I think it's really interesting, and what do you think? Should I kind of share with everybody what I've heard and what I learned mm -hmm. um, and what I shared with you as to why we're uh, on this topic today? 
Um, yeah, I was hearing a, an interview. Um, basically, if we all remember, Dave Chappelle was, was doing gangbusters and he was selling out shows. And then all of a sudden, he got called a sellout because he just was stopped touring, stopped doing his comedy. He said, I don't want the you know $6 billion or whatever it was and turned down a bunch of cash. I think it was like $50 million. And he, he went uh, reverend or something, right? But he disappeared. He went to Africa, I think. Went That's to what Africa, they said. found his roots, and just said, fuck Hollywood, fuck all the shit. And word has it now that is because he said, no, I ain't wearing no dress. Right. Um, he was, no he was on Oprah's show. I, rem- I do remember that interview. Um, oh, so they talked about that? Yeah, yeah. He was on Oprah's show, and he was talking about how he was, uh, you know, practicing his lines in his room, and one of the producers or whoever comes in and was like, hey. Uh, Dave, uh, we need you to wear a dress. Right, and he's like, no, I'm not wearing the dress. And he says, Guy's like, well, well, come on, man. All the greats have done it. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm funnier than a dress. If all the greats have done it, let's do something mm-hmm. else, whatever, whatever. Right, and then, it's played out. Come and they're on. like, no, Dave, you Dave. need to put on the dress. <laughs> and I guess he didn't wind up doing it or something. So, yeah, fuck it. Um, you know, and then I guess his career took a break or something. He, he went to Africa, like he said, to find himself, yeah. whatever. He probably had enough to make it over there in Africa, though. Right, right. Yeah, a rupee or two. But so anyways, about them, uh, all the greats have done it, how he mentioned. Cat Williams even has a skit talking about what the, the freaky stuff that they do. and that, Which is ballsy. Uh, hey, he doesn't have much of a career anymore. He doesn't. He has to kind of fizzled out. And he was very, very funny. There's no reason for him not to. I thought it was his eyebrows. I don't know. No, Cat Williams was funny. He was. Mm -hmm. And, and, I mean, he might end up dead. Um, Uh, Because he's very open-spoken. Well, that thing, um, if most people know about the the comedy tour he did where he's, like, wearing that green jumpsuit, and, you know, it's like his, uh, his Pimpin' Pimpin', right? That, yeah. that was it. If I'm wrong, whoever, correct me. Anyways, um, he was talking about how they thought, uh, when he got invited to the party, they thought that he was in the club because of his hair was permed and stuff like that, and he was flamboyant. So he was part of they, it. Right, right. They, they kind of just made a mistake. By inviting him to this place, and you know, he, he saw some things and he was like, Whoa! So, mm, anyways, a lot of gay stuff, yeah. It says so, Cat Williams. Uh, well, so, anyway, so all the great black actors, um, you know, they have to wear a dress or play a, a female role well, or, the, the, or something the like Wayans that. Wayne's brothers, right? Or uh, all of Martin them. Lawrence, uh, all sure. Um, Denzel, he's about one of the only ones that. Really wasn't ever in a dress, but there was a movie. There was a movie where he was in a pink or purple bathrobe, though, running down the street. Mm, so, Denzel, yeah. cl- close enough. But right. the great uh, white actors have all been in female clothes as well, though. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's been in a tutu, Ace Ventura. Right, and then when he was on that, he was like Saturday Night Live, or no, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. What was he on? Whatever he was on. SNL. Yeah, he was, anyways, they've all done their dressy roles. Um, So anyways, but the the black ones, um, they have to do it because it's just how they get down. In, in, in layman's simplest terms, that's just what it is. That's just what they do. They like to dress up. They they cross-dress. They um they're, they're into theater, they, they dress mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um and but also, it's it's like a it's like a hazing initiation sort of process too. Like, it's, it's like um, a trade. Like that, you it, know, it kind of like, means like you're gonna reach your pinnacle now. You put uh, the dress on. Now 
all right, thank you. Uh, and it also someone gets off on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of the Jewish man. Pretty much. So now, like, if you want, you know, if you want that new deal or new movie or new whatever you want, you need to. Medea's house five. You need to get that dress on, and you need to go to the <laughs> hotel. Dance. You know, go up to the room with the guys, and they gotta, they gotta get popped in the butt. Rappers too. You know? Yeah, rappers are here really getting it. I mean, I can't believe some of the things that I've heard people saying. And I don't mean people. I, I mean other rappers. I mean other peers in the rap community just talking about how people, like, even the, back to Tupac and Biggie, Wu-Tang, you know, some of the, the most thuggish, ruggish people you hear of getting popped in the booty. Yeah. And, and and the newer kids, right, the, you know, the, the 20-somethings, they're with those it. rappers, they're like much more open openly smooching and and oh he might oh he might and you know and he's uh you know my it used to be on the down low kind yeah, of p diddy he's very much so you know yeah he's uh oh he's puff daddy all right puff, da- <laughs> yeah, <he's> p- <laughs> puff the magic yeah. dragon right sucking and, that d and uh they're look they get together and they get together that's what it is. They uh, all, they, it, it's some freaky shit, but if you're not down with it, though, then you don't get to, it's kind of like um, pay to play, you know? Like, if you're not down with it, then that's fine. You're not, you're not down with it, but you're not going to, like, you know, not you're, you're not going to go up. You're not going to go anywhere. Right. If you want to get to where you want to be, that's fine. We'll give you whatever the you want. The couch, right? The, but you're going to, you're going to do work, you know? You're going to have to, you're going to have to do your orders, and, uh, you know, before you even get to a point where you have to, you know, get to that point, you, you basically have to already have proven yourself to be down with it. You know what I mean? And if ones that fan... they like, they'll push them. Like, you know, right. people just get famous out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, just like, 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 who are they? Was, like, oh, he was found on YouTube. Yeah, it, that doesn't really that happen. That sucked a couple of <laughs> Jewish dicks. <laughs> yeah, they they make it seem like, oh, yeah, that person just got found because they're just like so new impressive. kids on the block was that were they really like a group of four or five guys whatever it is just like they were buddies hanging out and they were discovered somehow or were they placed together as hey here's a group and we did casting for new kids on the block and it's you know these are the people that uh are gonna make up the group you know i mean they didn't know each other beforehand you know like jersey Shore, Pro- probably like, not you know, you know they, they probably didn't boys the men um like, or you know. maybe they did you know because they have these um those Secret societies, mm. you know, those members of secret societies, they go on to have children. No, the Wahlbergs The were... children get put into yeah. uh, whatever uh, stuff, you play, know. Play dates with other... Uh... If you look at a lot of famous actors and actresses and stuff like that, singers, check out who their parents are. Right. Their parents are somebody, some producer, some... Th- important shit yeah, you know what i gaffer. mean yeah they're they're in it somehow you know what i mean it's not it, it they'll make it seem like to the public like yeah this person is just found and got lucky so people can think just it can happen to give them up in your dreams yeah just keep trying. you can think it can happen for you but but yeah. really it's not you know so, so i mean have there ever been some success stories like that you know sure maybe yeah. but not really they want people 
to influence the masses, they want people who are going to do what they say, who are going to be subservient to them. Otherwise, they, they don't need you. we got a lot of people wanting people to do this. And a lot of it, too, it, it's a bloodline thing, too. Yeah. So, it, you like I said, check out who their parents are, who their cousins are, who their, you know, oftentimes celebrities are related to each other. Like, I didn't know this. You know, Julia Roberts, yeah. her niece is like... Um, I think it's that Hermione uh, Harry Potter girl. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, didn't I forget watch her any name. Harry <sighs> Hermione from Harry Potter. Hermione, I, yeah. I know it's not Emma Stone, but for some reason, that's the name that's coming to my mind. I, I just can't think We're of We're going to put a Google machine in front of you. <sighs> Man, I know. I can. <sighs> Anyways, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Hermione from Harry Potter. Yeah. Even if you didn't see the movie, I didn't see the movie either, but I, mean, I know who fucking Harry and Hermione yeah. and that the, whole, the, the redhead. That whole franchise. Was. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. but her, her aunt is Julia Roberts. That's just one little example. Yeah. But so if you're Aunt Julia Roberts and like you want to be an acting or something, uh, she's gonna be able to get you in something. Right, right. So they're they're related in in some type of way. There's fraternal orders in colleges and stuff like that, like yeah. Skull and Bones one, right? Right. Um, black people have their own um, order. Um, one of the I, I think it was probably the first one. It was came out in nineteen. 19- Six, maybe nineteen eleven. Ah, sucks. Yeah, give or take. Uh, the, both years. of What's those, both of those dates are important to this one. But Kappa yeah. Alpha Psi, okay, that's uh-huh. the fraternal order that black people are in. So it's not like you know black people can't be in the Illuminati or Freemasons and stuff. They can. They just they just have their own. Like the women have their own. Women are. Um, eastern star and even the children have their own little order so you know when you're in the secret society if you have a child um the daycare quote uh summer camp uh right it's called um demole that's the children's Mm. order which is kind of like the nickelodeon club the mickey mouse club Mm. the disney stuff you know uh, most of those kids are nice and wholesome and then when they get out of it they're like like they Miley their Cyrus. And show their vaginas when they're getting out of the car. <laughs> exactly. But they start out in those Disney clubs. And, you know, it's not because those children are, like, more impressive than, you know, our children or whatever. It's because their parents are in these secret societies things. And so they can get put in positions of influence and power and do all that type of stuff, you know. Again, as long as you're subservient. So if you're if you're not part of the bloodline thing, then you really got to pay your dues. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, prove your worth. It's like becoming a made man. Signing or, your you name know, in blood. Yeah. You, you know, you want to get uh, inducted by uh, the mob and, and accepted and be one of them and be made, and you're not 100% Italian, you got some proving to do. I don't think they're sucking D, but, you know. Who's not sucking D? The other mobsters, uh, maybe they are. I mean, if you've seen Sopranos, there's definitely some dick sucking going on. They're kissing rings. They, um, hey, smooches. <laughs> I know they do what they're told. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, whatever. There's, they, yeah, there's a lot. They, they probably just keep it a little bit more quiet than uh, some of uh, Hollywood might. But I mean, Hollywood kept it quiet for a long time. It's leaking out from you know here and there. I don't know why people make some of this shit up. I mean, some of the interviews that I heard. Um, it, 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 it's, it, it, it like f- disturbs me. Um, when I, when I was hearing, you know, these discussions, it, it really kind of disturbs me and it's thinking there's these, 
these superstars that have just uh, all the all the all the money and the glitz and the and the glam and they're partying and they're probably drinking and carrying on and like let's just fuck each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're my homeboy. I'm gonna fuck your ass. You know, and it's it's like whoa. I mean, maybe that's what you do. It's like, look, I can get any girl I want. I could I could have sex with anything I want. Let me start boning some dudes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't I don't know what uh, motivates you or at what point you you decide to to try something new or different or whatever. It's because look, if you want this fame, you will suck this dick, and and that's when you go. Well, I really want the fame. <clears throat> could I have a glass of water? <laughs> and you just when you're finished. Do it. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. But what does it mean, Erica? What does it all mean? Well, it's part of the externalization of the hierarchy. Like I said, that's what they do behind closed doors. And the veil is being pulled back. It's becoming normalized. It's becoming desensitized. I told I sent you that link where they like had a whole story about it. All the stars that have come out as pansexual. That's the new thing nowadays. Pansexual. Yeah. They don't even look at it like gay or like I don't even I don't even know what you're talking about, Aaron. All this gay stuff. Nobody's gay. And that's not it's bisexual. Just, no, see, that's not it's, that's not descriptive and that's not descriptive enough. That doesn't you know they're not it's not relating to them because it's like well, I, they're they're just confused. Oh, that that's another way they like to do things. Um, order out of chaos. Um, kind of like the do what thou will thing oh, yes. the as above so below i should have mentioned this earlier um but order out of chaos is how they operate they create the chaos mm -hmm. and then they give you their solution so mm -hmm. they can get order out of that chaos so everybody's like kind of desperate for a direction or a, a handout or a helping hand they're trying to make chaos because before it was real simple man likes woman woman likes man there's some gay people in the closet and, you know, it's just, you know, leave it alone. But that wasn't enough, you know. We, we need more gay stuff, more lesbian stuff, bi stuff. And, you know, the bisexual, that's so, you know, because sometimes gay is a little too hardcore. So if you're mm -hmm. bi, it's whatever. And now with all the gender fluidity and stuff, confusing the genders basically, now that's why the mm -hmm. pansexuals are a thing. And they're becoming very popular and very trendy. And people idolize and admire these movie stars. You know, they like yeah, them. They spend money to be entertained by them. They follow them. They're, they're you know, obsessed with they're them. The, it's, you know, pop culture. So if they're into being pansexuals, you know, people can be, oh, I, I'm more comfortable with coming out with that now. It's uh, becoming more that's like me. That's common. Me identify what, what is pan? Is, is that short for something like? Um, uh, pan is um, that uh, base part of the word means all, mm. like oh. uh, like a pantheon. All um, sexual. A pan, yeah, a pan. Like whatever, pan whatever. means all. Uh -huh. The the root, uh, I I think it's Greek. Greek root word of pan means all. So if you're a pansexual, that means you like. All sexes, and you don't gotta include the transvestite. Uh, yeah, and... like I, I, but what they say is, I don't look at it like, oh, you're you're a man, you're a woman. I just look you're at it like a, you're a person, yeah, and you're I'm a spirit, into it. You're a body, and I'm not against anything. I will do all, and it's just all free and clear, and la 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 la, la and it's just great. And they're pushing this on society, 
so we will be normalized and desensitized to it um, because it's part of the externalization of the hierarchy. And so that that's a big reason as to why they do it. Uh, that mainly, they're just into it. They like it. They, they, they like it, and then and there's maybe um, a main objective as to uh, the motives of this type of behavior or why it's being forced upon or um, introduced to everybody with, um, you know, with great, um, um, I don't know, encouragement. Uh, right, right. To, to go that way. Hey, I, I almost feel like there's kids out there or, or the, the, the youngsters are growing up and it's like, oh, you know, you're gay. And Tommy's like, no, no I'm not. He's like, no, Tommy, it's okay. You're, you're gay. No, 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 really, I'm not. No, you are. It's okay. You're you're just afraid to l- to let it be. It's okay that now now it, it's accepted. It's okay. So Tommy, well, you're gay. O- okay, then I'm gay. If you say I'm gay, then yeah, you know, then that's what, well. I guess I'm supposed to be gay now. You know. Well, the thing is, and if you're gay, hey, do you right? If but I the could. thing is, it's not it's not as like simple and and harmless as that. There's there's a much deeper reason behind it, you know. So I don't want anybody to think that like you know I'm a homophobe or have anything against gay people. That's fine. It's the deception, you know what I mean? These right these exactly same here. And yeah. the timing, like these pansexuals or whatever. Some of the people that I sent you in that article, they were like very old like definitely 40 50 plus years old you've mm-hmm. known you were a pansexual for a while if that's the case yeah. you're just Didn't now you coming out now and being open about it because we're supposed to embrace that because that will be normal do what thou wilt right if you want to be a pansexual nobody can tell you differently and you know shame on them for saying you can't be a pansexual but well, where does the demarcation end the demarcation gets lower and lower and lower and more extreme every year and it's like where do you where do you draw the line you know what i mean that we're becoming way too tolerant of just anything and everything and that's their plan that's what they want to do so let's uh let's stop right there and when we come back from our break we will talk about what is on the other other side of that you know as this gets you know bigger and broader and more and more common what is the final result so can we talk about that a little bit eric when we come back from our break yeah yeah we'll do it let's have a cigarette thanks a lot for hanging out with us aaron and erica with reality radio we'll be back in just a few oh thank you Song a hundred times, probably. 
Like, I know that song, and I never knew the importance of it. Enlighten us. Well, neither did I, really. But a lot of these songs actually have um, meanings to them. You know, they're not just, you know, fun, cool melodies, which, you know, they are, I guess. But um, More to it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more to it. Like Age of Aquarius, that actually, you know, isn't just a fun little jam. But anyways, um, that is the age that we are entering, supposedly. Right now, we're in the age of Pisces. Um, ages are like some 2,100 years old, 21 years, 2,100 years long, whatever. Sorry, yeah, I kind of like that song. Gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Hell of a video, too. If you have a chance, uh, YouTube it. Really? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the video. It's very spacey, and they're flying around on some sort of uh, Oh, very futuristic, saucer, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're flying the stage. Oh, you know it's what? Aquarius well, uh, constellation. Yeah, yeah, that's the age that we're entering in. And they probably talk about Saturn in there. If they're talking about all that stuff, they, they must, I bet. Jupiter and Saturn and stuff like that. Jupiter to get more stupider. <laughs> right? Well, anyways, so I've said a few times on this show the externalization of the hierarchy. And um, if that still doesn't make any sense to anybody, um, what it basically is is to bring in the age of Aquarius. And in order to bring in the age of the Aquarius and to end the age of Pisces, which we are currently in, the hierarchy needs to be externalized. Um, the hierarchy is what these people call their master. Um, that's you say or, externalized, you mean make it just common where everybody knows what's going on. It's no right, longer right. a, quote, conspiracy. It's, it's the way that it is. It's the way that we all live by now. Right. And in order to bring on that age... Um, they cannot have anybody clinging to the old age or the age of Pisces, um, which is the old world. Like they, what Apple does, you know, like no more uh, operating system 10. You must move on to 11. Right. Otherwise, it won't work. You know, the older operating systems, they don't work. And so that's why um, this uh, externalization is happening at such a fast pace because they really need it to come in now. That's why like the pansexuals, you know, like I said, there was people that were 40, 50 years old coming out as pansexuals. So they've known they were pansexuals for quite a while, but now is the time that they really need to implement this new world order, essentially. That's why 5G is going up all over the place. All of your devices are connected, even like your microwave and your refrigerator and stuff. They, they make those that connect to Wi-Fi now. Um, everything needs to be connected. Everything needs to be monitored, basically. And everybody needs to be, you know, either consciously or unconsciously participating in this uh, externalization. And there's a website that people can go to if they're interested in reading about their plan. It's called luciustrust.org, L-U-C-I-S, luciustrust.org. And 
this website, if you want to read all through it, they do not hide every, anything, nothing is coy, everything's right there in the open. They explain their plan, they explain what they're doing, and they even explain how you can become a member. And you too can become a member. Yes. And it used to be Lucifer.org uh, or something, wasn't it? It was, it was the Lucifer Publishing Company. Oh, yes. That's what Alice Bailey started. Devil's Publishing Company. Pretty Come much. on down. Well, that was in 1922. And by 1924, they changed the name to Lucius Trust because I guess there was a bunch of uh, pesky Christians <laughs> making, uh, you know, causing a stir, talking about how Lucifer is Satan. And they tell you that, no, Lucifer is not to be confused with Satan. They're not the same person. And uh, anyway, it just sounds crazy, right? Lucius Trust, Trust Lucius. Uh, yeah. Lucifer and Lucius, they they mean the same thing in Latin. It means light bearer. And um, anyways, so <laughs> Alice Bailey wrote the externalization of the hierarchy, and Madame Blavatsky, she started the Theosophical Society. And anyways, they that organization has been around since 1922. So that's almost 100 years. It's like, what, 97, 96 years old or something like that? Any organization or company that's been around for at least 100 years must have some sort of influence. Yeah, there's not many. Right. So anyways, that's why um, drugs are being more popular. Uh, I think it's something like one in four Americans have a prescription for some type of controlled substance, whether it be Xanax, Oxycontin, Lortab, or whatever, some type of controlled substance, um, that, that's, that's pretty prevalent. Um, drugs in our um, modern society uh, are definitely okay now. I mean, drugs, like in the 80s, were so bad. You shouldn't be on drugs. Now it's kind of like a joke. Um, marijuana is legalized in a lot of places which marijuana i think is you know fairly harmless but it's <laughs> that jacks me up more than anything else does that's for sure <laughs> right but there's a reason for that though that it's because society is supposed to be okay with with everything anything and everything is supposed to be okay um and i think a big reason why a lot of people are on drugs or you know whether by a doctor or because they think it's just fun, you know, because it's normalized, it's not really, it hasn't been decriminalized, but I know back when I was in school, not too, too long ago, if somebody was on drugs, it's kind of like, oh gosh, they're on drugs. Now it's like, oh yeah, they're on drugs. Yeah, mm. what do you got for me, you know? Mm. And I Sharing, think- Sharing, it's caring. Right, and when people are on drugs, you know, you're a little less inhibited. You know, you don't um, you don't think the same way as when you're not on drugs. Yeah, I'm sitting here naked right now. If I wasn't on drugs, I'd probably have uh, some pants on. What? Oh shit! <laughs> I, Surprise! I, I thought you were wearing more than just that tank top. Wow. <laughs> okay. No, he's not really naked. You guys. I, know, yeah. just... I never wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, so um, this Lucius Trust. Dot com. You can actually. Dot com or dot org? I'm sorry, you're right. Dot org. You can actually go to their um, their website and you can read about uh, some of the things that they do, which is World Goodwill. That's they're big on World Goodwill. Um, they're actually consultants for the United Nations. 
So they're they are definitely influencing people to some degree. They're not just it all trickles down from there. uh, Yeah. I mean, they're not just some nothing group of yuppie people that like you shouldn't pay any mind to. They are, you know, when the United Nations needs advice, they go to them. There must be some sort of elitists, I would think. Well, they actually make it seem like you can all be members. We can all be a part of this because, like I said, they need worldwide participation in order to bring on the age of Aquarius. So they do start out in the education sectors, the political sectors, scientific, basically every part of humanity. Uh, so they have infiltrated. To, it, it sounds to me, yes, infiltrated exactly. They, they mold and influence world opinions basically and, well, and, the, and if, it, if they have that influence and they have a certain way of, of beliefs and way that they want things well that's what we're going to get i mean there's no avoiding it if they're going to go ahead and teach the the organizations like uh, what the curriculum is going to be in school mm-hmm. um you know what the united nations is going to decide upon i mean well i guess they're the ones controlling the puppet show yeah, they, they even have schools. Um, it's called the Arcane Schools. They have them in New York, London, Geneva, maybe other places, but those are the main places that they have these schools. And they're for adults, and they teach the adults how to meditate, basically. Mm. Uh, that's what they call the it. They well, they call it meditation, but what it really is is like... Uh, Brainwashing? Well, no, well, yeah, they must be, un- they must be brain brainwashed to some degree but the meditation is really um they want to channel and talk to their masters i guess we all have a master so to speak and um the master bader you can t- <laughs> right and you could talk to this master and this master is supposed to guide you and this school allows you to be able to talk to them better or meditate better um but but really all it is is like just talking to demons, essentially. Hmm. I mean, who else That's is on nice that? Nice speaking other... to your demon. Nice speaking to your demon. That's right. Um, but but they have schools like that, and um, the schools have been around for almost a hundred years. And schools specifically for this. Yes, for this. I don't know. Um, Train of thought. Basically, but they're the arcane schools. Um, they're funded by donations. Uh, you don't have to pay to be be at this school. But many elitists uh, pay for this and, you know, donate money to this because they want to see this plan fulfilled. And um, for this school, um, it, they say that they have uh, tens of thousand members who have graduated. And their main goal is to infiltrate any society amongst humanity that makes any sort of decisions, that has any sort of influence. They infiltrate all of these organizations in order to put forth their plan. And um, so it's, it's all, it might sound, you know, really crazy and all this stuff, but for people that think that it's crazy and shouldn't be, have any mind paid to it, that allows them to go about their plan better because they need worldwide participation whether conscious or unconscious participation in this so if 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 we have um and then maybe this coincides maybe it doesn't but my mind starts wandering like chemtrails all right that kind of makes us in a zombie state Mm -hmm. um you know which when you're um just kind of walking through life in a subconscious state where you're not conscious right making decisions 
on what you're doing, your your subconscious, you're open to um, intention, and uh, you get the chemtrail stuff, for instance, right? And it's being sprayed, and so now we're walking around uh, like zombies, uh, which makes us susceptible to influence, which may be coming from this organization. You think that all kind of coincides? Like, okay, keep everybody dumb and mm-hmm. uh, subconscious, walking around, and then we can easy, much more easily uh, penetrate the uh, mushy brains and tell them what we want them to know. Well, act the way they want them to act. Correct, correct. Um, they basically keep us distracted um, through entertainment, media, internet. I mean, there's a million games that you can play on your phone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they want you distracted. Subconsciously, you know, uh, offer messages and, you mm-hmm. know, like there's uh, the images that you see on, 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 like on television, you know, the subliminal messages. Right. Constantly being thrown into this. And um, like I said, you can go to their website, and they, they there's a lot of reading involved, a lot of different sections. But if anybody has the time, you know, go ahead and look into it. It's quite interesting. And if you knew nothing about nothing, this organization sounds like it's really good. And they actually do a lot of good things, too, um, like charities and stuff like that, uh, cancer foundation research, uh, children's hospitals and stuff like that. They're involved in all that. Um, they started doing all these uh, charity organizations and benefits for different things and yada, yada, yada. And it's so people will see that organization and, and think that, oh, they're just doing good do-gooders, stuff. Yeah. And, and they do do good. You know, they, they are actually doing a lot of good. But um, they also believe in duality and a balance. So with all the good that they do, they do a lot of evil. Yeah, the good should just be uh, kind of covering up the evil, camouflaging it, if you will. Correct, because they, they believe in a balance. And um, anyways, <clears throat> this organization, they, uh, they straight up say that we have um, been involved uh, in politics and education and science, and their job is to mold and influence public opinion. And... In order to influence public opinion, you have to keep people sick. You have to keep them poor. You also have to keep them entertained. Dumb. Uh, Right. So, I mean, people, they spend so much time at their jobs. And then the other time when they're not at their job, they're basically sleeping. And so then you have a very small amount of time to actually, you know, raise your family and uh, do things like that. The f- oh, this is a good point. The feminist movement of the 60s. Um, the, uh, I guess you can imagine, you know, the bra burning eras mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, well, that's what li- comes to mind. It was a little bit more than that because uh, one of the main things that the feminist movement was fighting for was um, women's rights. You know, um, now earlier feminist movement, um, we're talking like 1900s and stuff, their goal was to allow women to be able to vote and stuff like that, which is, you know, pretty harmless. Let the women vote, yada, yada, yada. Well, it set the stage for women to demand more things. Mm-hmm. Now, the women of the, you know, 60s and 70s, uh, it was basically very common to have a traditional household with a man working to provide for the home, and then the woman taught the children and kept the household. Mm-hmm. Well, that was seen... If she knew what it was good for her. Right. Well, that was seen as a burden that um, was placed on women. And women wanted to have careers and stuff like that. And they wanted to be able to work and things like that. So... Now look what you've gone and did. 
Right, right. <laughs> and, it, well, it still kind of wasn't good enough because a lot of women, they worked as um, nurses or teachers or uh, waitresses or whatever, and they got less pay. So then they had to fight for equal pay and all this stuff and whatever, whatever. But basically, and this is in Alice Bailey's plan for externalization of the hierarchy, basically um, children receive the most influence from their parents inside mm -hmm. the home. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to remove the parents from the home, which mm. by having them work and stuff like that, like I said, it sounds real harmless, you right. know, just let the woman work, you know, and give her mm -hmm. the opportunity to... Women are people too. Right, right. But there is a, a natural order to things, and when they mess with natural order, well, this is the result that you get. You get some sort of chaos, but which is what they want. That way they can give their solution. Um, but um, they were behind the feminist movement. Almost any movement that you see uh, going on in the world, these uh, people in this organization um, are the fuel to that. They're what started that. And it, it causes people to have um, reactions that are necessary and it's what they want, basically. You know, um, people will hear something on TV or something that happens and they have some sort of opinion about it or thoughts about it that really doesn't affect their life one way or another, but they've been trained to, you know, have a reaction to it. But, but anyways, so now a lot of women are working mm -hmm. and actually, um, women don't even have a choice now. Um, Get your ass to work. Pretty much. You know, if a woman doesn't, uh, if she decides that she wants to be at home and raise her children well first of all she has to find a man that is okay with taking care of her and children that come along um and that has the financial means to be able to most women now because of you know the feminist movement it, it was common for women to be in the home and if you had to work it's because you were you know kind of unfortunate <laughs> in that mm. situation but now if a woman decides she wants to be home and do something like that she's looked at as lazy um, you know, she's bringing nothing to the table. She's just, you know, it, it's not, um, basically being a housewife and a homemaker is not, uh, anything that should be desired or respected these days. You know what I mean? It's, it's seen as not very important when raising children is actually very, very important. And so now if both parents are out of the home, where does the child get yeah, it's influence from more vulnerable yeah tv or the internet or schools yeah. you know so um but that's what they said was part of their plan to be able to get to the children and that's by having both parents out of the home working and then the woman you know she's too tired to really tend to her household stuff and and then the man he's too tired also because he's working and, so and it's just it let the outside a, world teach the kids right and it's you know it's a big snowball effect thing but um, these are, you know, that, that's, that's what's happening. And, and mm. that is why. And uh, it's been going on for a long time. They're, they're not in any particular hurry. They're patient in, you know, carrying out this plan. But I guess it's working. But they are kind of running out of time. And that's why you see things uh, vamped up so high. Mm. But Very <laughs> interesting. And, and it's pretty damn scary, too. You're with... Reality Radio, Aaron and Erico will be back in just a moment. Thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Aaron and Erica, reality radio show, bringing it to you real, because that's how we do it. <laughs> Isn't that right? That's how we do it. Yes. Um, so anyways, um, we were talking about a bunch of things, but it all ties into to one thing, you know, and um, basically our world is like a, it's like a stage for these people that they are setting up and they need our, um, they need our participation and our compliance, you know, like, like voting, for example, you know, how important is voting, right? Super important. You need your voice to be heard, right? That's what they say. Right. Well, as it is, I believe the numbers are something like a hundred million Americans are of legal voting age and do not vote. And um, you could think that that's a problem or whatever, but assuming not many people voted, are the options not the same? You know what I mean? Like they give you this choice of this, 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 and you're supposed to vote on those choices. Um, and if you don't vote, apparently that's a really big problem, but I don't know, in my opinion, the options are the same so the outcome is going to be the same, regardless of whether I vote or not, or if you vote or not. It's like if you're not registered to vote and you don't vote, then maybe it's better you don't because you don't really care. And and that's the... And so you're saying if there's like 100 million people registered to vote, if 200 million people were then registered to vote, it'd be the same Are outcome. the options going to be different right. if everybody votes? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah so a good point. The options and the outcomes are the same, you know, whether I vote or not. Like, okay, so if my if I would have voted and my voice would have been heard, then the the end result is still option A, B, or C. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's why I feel like it's the illusion of choice because mm. if more people vote, it's just more people voting on the same couple of options you know what I mean so um, and ultimately regardless of what you vote for uh, the initiatives are are set there for a common goal and whether you vote yes or no doesn't really matter you know uh, it, it's still gonna happen you know uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton one of those two was gonna become president right I guess if a whole bunch more people voted, I guess it could have turned out Hillary won. But either way, either Hillary or Donald Trump were going to win. One of those two were going to win. Regardless of how many people voted or didn't vote, those were the two options. And, uh, uh, man, I wish I knew exactly, but I guess if nobody voted, like literally nobody voted, then I think somebody high up in office gets to decide, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, well, Electoral College. Right, right. But let's say nobody voted. Like, nobody voted right. at all. Not a right. single person. Who makes the decision, right? Somebody still decides, yeah. I would think. So, well, yeah, somebody has to, I guess, ultimately. <laughs> right. But either way, there's a lot of um, movements that happen, you know, and, and you're supposed to have a response or an opinion to it. You know what I mean? Um, that, that's just the way things are. And, um, anyways, that whole age of Aquarius thing, that's what this is all about. Um, some people might call it the new world order, um, or a one world government or entering the new age of Aquarius. It's all the same thing, just different names, but that is at the end of the day, 
what is happening. Um, and somebody of this new age, uh, somebody will be running it. And these people, um, these goodwill ambassadors of the world, whatever, uh, you can become a member yourself even. Um, they might give you a very small, mundane, you know, task or whatever. But either way, you can join in it as well. Um, but what that is, is um, this new age thing, it's totally happening, you know, whether you like it or not. And um, most people just... Getting more momentum and more power. I mean, it's... Oh, absolutely. Now, have you heard of uh, technocracy? Mm. No, is that a compound word? Um, well, it's like a democracy, but technocracy. Right, with technology, yeah. Right. Well, there was a technocracy um, movement, I want to say it was in the 30s, 1930s. Um, anyways, it was, uh, what a technocracy is, is it's basically what it sounds like. It's a system of governments where decision makers are selected on the basis of their expertise in areas responsibility in areas of responsibility, particularly science knowledge. So um, a technocracy would be a group of scientists and super geniuses or whatever who government govern the world or country by technical decision making. Mm. And um, all ones and zeros. Pretty much. And um, technocracy um, that that's a relatively old term uh, for a technocratic society. Hmm. And um, I want to say it was George Bush senior, um, like as soon as he got into office, one of like the things that he jumped right on was to expand uh, this idea of a technocratic society because hmm. um, that's what they want. And I think that's why um, these D-Wave computers and quantum computers and all these smart computers that are coming out with all this artificial intelligence and AI stuff like that, um, they're, they're learning us. That's mm -hmm. why, you know, your microwave can connect to Wi-Fi, your fridge can connect to Wi-Fi, anything can connect to Wi-Fi, and it's to monitor you. And a lot of people think, like, well, I have nothing to hide, you know, if you want to... If the government wants to watch me take a crap, then yeah, go ahead, enjoy. right? Right. And, and I used to kind of think that too. Like, well, you know, whatever they want to watch, have fun. But it, it's not just about watching. It, it's about learning you and uh, how you are as a real, authentic human. Yeah. That you, way, getting control ultimately. Right. That way, the AI, artificial intelligence, knows you. It knows how to appeal to you. It knows how you know. It knows. Um, candid thoughts or, or whatever and I believe that's why it gathers all this information like Facebook it gathers all your information mm -hmm. and that's it sells this information right right nothing's really free right not at all yeah, <laughs> um, any of those email services Gmail Yahoo blah 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 you're basically agreeing hey yeah give me a free email address and in return you can have all of my information and it, do whatever you want with it correct and um, they, they really want to get inside your mind and figure out what's really going I don't know what on you're thinking well if they know what you're thinking then they can know how to 
uh, hurt you or help you or what, whatever they want to do. Yeah, manipulate. That's a good word. And that's I'm inside you. It's totally what they've been doing. And you know, Facebook, they uh, ah, stop. I hate that thing. <laughs> but um, th- billions of dollars lately has been uh, since the '60s has been into research, neurological research. Um, mm. There's been so much money dumped into that. Really, how the brain works. And yeah, and we still and really don't know. Advertisers, I mean, sorry to interrupt you there, but that you know that's that that's how they're basing all of their campaigning. You know, is how the human mind works. Right. Um, they want to be able to ultimately control the mind, yeah. which they got it down pretty good. You know, they kind of know how to control the mind um, to some degree. You know, they still don't know all that they need to know. That's why so much money has been put into researching this stuff. But Facebook says that they can, they're working on some type of technology which will allow you to use your thoughts to type on Facebook. Mm. Um, (laughs) Mine's gonna be very strange. (laughs) Well, now they've said that they're only gonna connect collect the thoughts that you approve of, that you want collected. Right. That's going to take a while. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, there's six thoughts that just happened. Um, Which one do, you do I want one? you to know? Uh, no, do, please do not publish that one. <laughs> and I guess you just have to trust that they will only take the thoughts that you want them to bewitched. have. bewitched. She would go like this and like twinkle her nose and bow her, you know, her head and like the, whatever would happen. <laughs> I can see that being is like, uh, okay, let's email Erica. You know, twinkle my nose. I can't really twitch my nose, so I'm not sure how we're going to get through this, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um they they really want to um they don't want any independent thinkers. You know what I mean? Independent thought has been replaced with so much stuff like like political correctness. You know, you got to be politically correct. You mm-hmm. can't say what you know what it is. You got to be politically mm-hmm. correct or or you know what I mean, you want to offend anybody. You got to be just boys or girls now. Uh, no, no. People. They it's just um yeah, and to, to that's I believe to eliminate all uniqueness, individuality, which they won't don't want. They want a hive mind. They want the masses to all go a certain way, and any type of um, you know hyperactivity. Think of, in, in, there's a disability linked to everything that makes us human. You know, if yeah. you're a little too hyper, then you're ADHD. Right. Put them on drugs. Uh, if you're uh, if you're kind of you know if you get a temper a lot or whatever, you're like anger management, depressed or bipolar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they they've made they've debilitated us in so many aspects, and a lot of it is just what makes us human. Um, but they, they don't really want us to be human think anymore. Of, think of like the insect world. Uh, like ants or bees, they work and live their whole life for that queen. Mm-hmm. They are slaves to the queen. Right. It's kind of what's happening here. Pretty much. Um, they want you to be a part of the their system. And anything that is not a part of the system, then that is not good. It should be eliminated. It's moved out it's of the way. It's a problem. And, um, Which uh, is why our Second Amendment is so important. To throw a little politics bit on it, um, for those of you that are supporting um, the rid- riddance of our firearms and weapons, it's not good. That's a Holocaust waiting to happen. Oh, well, yeah. And then they make you think that um, human society, which is you, you're too crazy, you're too unstable, you're too stupid, you can't be trusted to handle hey. a weapon. 
Well, that's what they're saying, right, right. you know, and because, oh my gosh, look how crazy this world is. Look how crazy everything is. Oh, they're so crazy. So these people that are telling you that you are crazy and everything's wrong with you and society's so dangerous and so unpredictable, mm-hmm. da, 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 you should not have weapons. We should be the only ones that have weapons mm-hmm. that can be protected and stuff like that. And people just fall in line with that because, yeah, everything's so crazy. All they have to do is have some sort of massacre, you know, mass shooting and um, some riot actors, which mm-hmm. I really do believe that shit, by the way. I mean, some of the stuff I see, you know, like these shootings at nightclubs or whatever and... You know, the footage they show, it's, it's such bullshit. Um, and, you know, so, so some of the shows, uh, or I'm sorry, some of the videos or clips that you'll see, um, the person putting it on. Um, doesn't really match up what they're saying happened. Well, yeah, it absolutely <laughs> doesn't. And then they show, like, how the, the one of the people, one of the victims looks very similar to another victim, I'm using quotes, uh, in another riot or another chaotic scene. And basically the showing that they're actors, like it's the same person re- reenacting or, or acting mm-hmm. out this, this, you know, this tragedy. Well, there was this, uh, I believe it was Thousand Oaks, California mm-hmm. or something. There was like the most recent yep. shooting or whatever. Yep. Um, there was a bunch of college kids yeah. uh, line dancing. Line dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the people that they interviewed, he actually was in the Vegas shooting. Right. And he said, like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I was totally in Vegas during that massacre. Da, 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 da. And now a year later, <laughs> yeah, he, he and his friends are victims in this California shooting. Hmm. Like, what are the odds of that? Yeah, and, no, I um, guess good. <laughs> uh, well, at CNN, they're getting so sloppy, and I, I don't even oh, know, man. whatever. But what the guy interviewing him... Wolf? No, it, was, it wasn't it was anybody, like, popular uh, or, like, you know, somebody oh, that... interviewing has, the, the... The victim. The, quote, victim in at the scene, yeah. Yeah, well, he was at his home at this point. This mm-hmm. was, you know, a, a day or so later. Right. But he was like, hey, you know, it just so happens me and his dad are friends. Ha, 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 ha. So the CNN interviewer guy knew the victim hmm. by way of his father. Yeah. Which shouldn't really surprise anybody, because like I said, all these people know each other. They're all related. It's all a bloodline. They're all in these Cast. initiatives. You mm. know what I mean? Not to say any victims on television are not real victims, because I know for a fact that real tragedies happen, and they really do interview those people. But like grand scale, mm-hmm. international, nationwide news type things, you should be very... Uh, suspect of what they're telling you. There's nothing going on this week. We better make something happen so we can sell some, you know, sell some TV. Uh, Well, and the point of news is to um, mold public opinion, Mm. um, to make you think a certain way. What's going on now? You know, get used to get get ready for this. Or this is what we want you to think is going on. Yeah, it's predictive programming. Um, They people buy that shit. They they buy it. Oh man, it's it's terrible. It's crazy. Um, but that's, um, like I said, that one website, it tells you all the things that they're involved in and and what they do and all these Mm. organizations. It's crazy. Their reach is far deep and wide. Um, it's out there folks get knowing it. Yeah. It's going to bring it to you. (laughs) (laughs) You can back it all up. You can see it all out there, but I mean, it's some crazy shit. And, and a lot of it is people take things for face value. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they take what they're told and 
okay, I saw it on the news, so it must be true. I read it in an right. article, it has to be true. I saw it on Google, you know, so they, they buy it. Well, the reality is that these media publications, you know, these media conglomerates can feed you whatever, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And most people are going to buy that shit. Um, pretty much. And they're there to, you know, mold public opinion, to, to shape it. That way you will... Um, fit into their correct correct and free thinking is not okay um just like what i was saying with all these everything connected you know there's going to be a time um you know nobody's really hitting the streets uh talking about how they need 5g technology they need it faster my movie needs to download faster it's way too slow yeah well what that is for 30 seconds i mean come on it's a (laughs) two-hour movie it shouldn't take 30 seconds well what what that is for is for you know big brother which is an old you know, adage, but they, they want constant control, constant monitoring, everything. And the only thing that really stops that from happening is your brain and your, your free will. That's why you're awake to it. Right. Which is what we want to help you do here. Well, that's why there's so much um, money and research going into mind control, brain control, all that type of stuff, because basically your brain sees things as symbols. Uh, or I'm sorry, signals, mm-hmm. signals, uh, your, your hearing, that's a signal, your sight, it's a signal. And so if they can control these signals or manipulate these signals through things like, um, you know, harp and DARPA and mm. all these 5g stuffs, they, if they can control the signals and they can basically control your reality yeah. and, uh, they control it, you cause you're doing that subconsciously. You, you just, you're not even thinking about it. It's, it's second or maybe even first nature. Yeah, it's it's very scary. Um, so they want to be able to control the minds. And they're very close to getting there. Um, but, you know, it, it's all... Uh, basically, anything that the media is telling you to think, you got to ask yourself, why do they want me to think that? Why are they making it so important for me to think that? And then if you don't think that, you know, you're basically seen as as fringe or 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 bigoted. The crazy one. That's what they make it seem like. You know, and nobody wants to be seen as as crazy or anything. So that's why they just you know go with the flow and you know, and that's not necessarily a good thing. But that's why they keep you entertained to death. They keep us in debt. So even if you are awake, no, you, you can't do anything about it. You're, you're too busy doing whatever, whatever, whatever. Being but... a good citizen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that is a lot to think about, Erica. Thank you for enlightening us once again. I wanted to throw in one more point if I've got yeah. 10 seconds to do Go so. Go for it. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, celebrities and stuff like that, you, you see them a lot in the media, a lot of them on the news, a lot of them at um, seminars and whatever, things like that, um, because they are supposed to influence you, right? Mm. Um, celebrities are much more influential than a politician because mm-hmm. our minds have been manipulated in a sort of way through entertainment to follow what they say and take it seriously. But if you look at these celebrities and how they run their lives and how they live their lives, um, they party a lot, they're on drugs. Um, how many celebrities can you think of or musicians in their career have gone to rehab for like depression or exhaustion well drugs or alcohol or whatever but yeah yeah, but it's it's not just drugs and alcohol they go to rehab 
in these resorts basically for depression though and exhaustion and we all get exhausted have you ever needed to go to a resort for like two months um, no <laughs> because exhaustion? i can't afford it but uh i would certainly go i mean yeah i mean normally it's like you know you take a couple of days right. rest and that's it but what i believe is happening is they are being programmed uh, because after a certain amount of time, you know, they probably start getting independent thoughts mm -hmm. and, you know, but basically they need to get um, reprogrammed. Right. Get back in line. Uh, pretty much. And hmm. so it's not necessarily a rehab for whatever they say it is. It's a rehab to program them hmm. to, so get they them. will carry out the right. will of whatever they have to make us, yeah, the common masses. Yeah, they out of line and uh, got to realign yourself. So come back and get brainwashed so you can get back with the program and, you know. The, and, and then the if you don't order. conform to that and if you're not like, <laughs> yeah, I think they just uh, kill you and uh, or make uh, a suicide happen. Mm. Something something crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you notice a lot of these celebrities and stuff like fancy ones, they die before they're 30. 27 yeah, is 27 a, a big number. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's because that's when you s truly start to harness your free will, independent thinking. Yeah. You and become an adult, really. Uh, right, right. And uh, it, you know, you're less likely to be uh, influenced or I, I don't know. But basically, once you're no good and they're becoming too independent of thinkers, I think they just off you some type of way. That, that's the prime of your life. And if you're not in it at that point, then you got to get out of the spotlight because you're too influential. And if you're not part of the program, uh, part of the solution in their mind, then you're part of the problem in 86. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> A well, free-thinking human being is I'm, not... I'm way past 27, and I'm still here, so I guess they haven't gotten to me yet, but I'm well, sure You're after just this not show, one of the good will. ones. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> no you're not. good. You're good. Well, thanks, uh, thanks again, Erica, for that. Uh, folks, we appreciate you listening in. Reality Radio Show. We will be back next week, and um, what are we going to talk about next week, Erica? Do we, do we know yet? Well, I know that this episode was about um, why black celebrities are in dresses, so <laughs> hopefully we explained that pretty well. But, I, you know, I think we're just probably going to touch more on the same thing, you know, just about what's going on in the world, reality. And, again, you know, we still want to hear from our guests um, about, yeah, you know. Here. There's absolutely a lot here, and uh, yeah, by all means, feel free to uh, reach out to us. We got an email address, Erica. A real one? Wow. Yeah, we got a real email address. Oh, look at this. Host at realityradioshow.com. That's right. So please... Website to come. Yes. Please email us and share us your thoughts. Um, I appreciate any corrections as well because um, I shouldn't be wrong about too many things, but technical no, things, feel free to, to <laughs> feel free to correct us, give us ideas. Um, we, we would love to have you as a guest. By the way, um, earlier I said something about Julia Roberts and her niece being whoever I couldn't think of, Emma Watson. That was uh, the name I couldn't think of. That's so, right. Good job. Uh, yeah, thank the you. Aha moments. <laughs> Thanks again so. for listening in, folks. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you sooner than later. Have a quality day. Thank you. Bye.